0: Hi all, this is R.V. Empath and this is the podcast R.V.E. for the H.S.P., Highly Sensitive Person. Welcome. It is November 1st, 2021 and how are you doing? There's a lot of energy, so let's talk about it. Let's do an astrological recap of the past week. Here we go. Do, do, do. let's start with um, how about the 20th of October why not so there was a full moon in Aries on October 22nd Mars was square Pluto Mars in Libra square Pluto in Capricorn On the 23rd, the Sun moved into the sign of Scorpio. Happy birthday, Scorpios. The 26th, there was a square between Venus and Neptune retrograde. Venus in Sagittarius. Uh, Neptune still in Pisces, where it rules. So squares, there were a couple of squares. And um, they ask for some sort of action on our part. So it can be frustrating and a little bit stressful. And there was a big square coming up um, just uh, a couple days ago between the Sun and Saturn. So I'll talk about that in a sec. But at any rate, Venus square Neptune happened on the 26th. 28th, a few things were going on, including Venus sextile Jupiter. Jupiter newly direct. Remember, uh, Jupiter went direct again in the sign of Aquarius on the 18th of October. So, do do do. So, uh, with Jupiter going direct, it's a really great thing for expanding into innovative ideas, um, networking, uh, humanitarianism, a certain kind of like rebelliousness. I mean, Aquarius can be very creative, very um, inspiring in terms of ideas. So be on the lookout for that. And then, of course, wherever Jupiter falls in your natal chart if if you're able to look up your natal chart, which is fairly easy, Google it. There are several websites that and articles that will walk you through it step by step. but you'll feel um, you'll feel yourself like expanding in that um, wherever Jupiter falls into your natal chart, you know when it comes to the sign and the house placement, but Jupiter is is the great benefic, the expander, um, just a good luck planet, so it's super cool that it's going direct, and um, yeah, okay, so I'm getting, (laughs) you'll have to excuse me, I'm a little distracted. Uh, okay so what do we have going on we had the Sun square Saturn on the 30th as well as Mars moving into the sign of Scorpio um, on the 30th and then we had a sextile between Venus and Pluto so that's all some pretty intense energy there you have a square going on with Saturn which is the grind Saturn is overcoming obstacles it is um, relationship to authority large and small your work ethic and then you have Mars which is passion and energy but also aggression moving into Scorpio which is ruled by Pluto Scorpio is very deep and um, it's all about um, our shadow sides it can be about um, sex death and taxes power manipulation that kind of stuff so there's a lot going on there and even the um, the semi-sextile between Venus and Pluto I may have called it a sextile excuse me it's a semi-sextile but anyway Even that would be intense because Pluto is so intense as well. Um, Again, all of the Scorpionic kind of qualities come into play now. And here we are, up to date, the 1st of November. So let's take a look out over the week ahead, shall we? We have uh, Mercury, Trine, Jupiter. That's a pretty cool aspect. Trines are always easy flowing, very positive. Mercury is our minds, how we communicate. And it is in Libra, which is about our relationships and balance. Jupiter, again, newly direct in Aquarius. Um, Aquarius innovation, ideas. A kind of punk rock attitude. (laughs) So humanitarianism. So um, there's easy flowing energy happening there. Now on the second we have Mercury square Pluto. Another um, aspect happening with Pluto. And now the thing to remember is that there is always the uh, possibility of deep healing when it comes to Pluto. Because Pluto is about the phoenix rising from the ashes, transformation, because we can heal these shadow side parts of ourselves. Um, that is what it's all about, like really recognizing and healing and um, balancing our, our uh, light and dark, right? So, um, so perhaps take some sort of action. When it comes to healing something with who you are in the world, long-term goals, uh, because Pluto is in Capricorn. So Capricorn is um, the relationship to authority, our reputations, our work ethic, our long-term goals. And... um, so there is the ability i mean when it comes to pluto there's something to heal there can be something to heal there so look for it mercury's in libra so it might have to do with relationships or just achieving balance now there is a quintile going on on the fourth between the sun and pluto so there's a lot going on with pluto um Quintiles point to inner places of genius within, the Sun is in Scorpio, Pluto again is in Capricorn, now um, Pluto rules Scorpio, so there is a harmonious kind of energy happening there, so just sort of be conscious of ways in which you can again empower yourself um, with a healthy empowerment. All right. And then there's a new moon on the fourth as well. The fourth looks like it's pretty big. There's a new moon in the sign of Scorpio. (laughs) So um, think about what you would like to see grow and expand uh, when it comes to that part of yourself, which is the deeper, the deeper parts of ourselves, um, Understand that the only control we really have is controlling our reactions to things that happen to us on the daily. And the best thing we can do is every day work on ways to be and stay calm and balanced. You know, that is very important as a highly sensitive person. So keep healing, keep healing. There is much that we all, that we all, need to heal <laughs> from the past, from uh, the present, <laughs> right, and going into the future. It's kind of like an it's an ongoing thing. But once, once you figure out, you know, once you heal and um, and transform the big stuff that has happened right? So far in life, then it's just maintenance and it gets easier and easier. And I highly recommend it (laughs) Um, because it's all about living a best life here at RVE. So also on the fourth, we've got the sun opposite Uranus retrograde. Uranus is the great awakener, lightning bolt, kind of epiphanies happening, sudden change. Hello. It's retrograde. So This could be certainly an inner experience. Oppositions can be stressful and frustrating. So be on the lookout for that. Now Uranus is in Taurus. It might have something to do with your money, values, morals, natural talents, learned skills. Okay? And self-worth. And then on the fifth, we've got Venus moving into Capricorn look at that that's pretty cool again Capricorn's all about you know hard work and um dedicating oneself to certain goals and and who you are in the world and um, career so a little dash of Venus harmony and love and social graces can go far On the 5th, also, we've got Mercury moving into the sign of Scorpio. We can't seem to get away from Scorpio, which is pretty, you know, um, I get it. It is Scorpio's birthday season. So, um, that's one of the reasons why there's so much action going on. Now, um, so Mercury, again, is what we learn, what we communicate how we think and Scorpio is the deeper parts of ourselves Um, intimacy and um, on all levels um, our relationship to empowerment control issues things like that shared resources you know money so Putting the mind putting your mind on your money, shared resources and intimacy <laughs> So um you could be you know put thinking a lot about a passionate love affair, for instance. Um who knows? But Also, it's always really important to just be conscious of how um, you may be projecting things from the past and that sort of thing. I mean, certainly when it comes to intimate and romantic relationships, we all know if we don't check ourselves on our stuff, we just drag our baggage from like one relationship to the next and it's not very successful. So um, it's really important just to keep working on yourself keep on keeping on if there's anything to heal and transform um, better now than later and then on the sixth we've got mercury sextile venus that's a cool um, aspect it is using your learned um, skills or natural talents to further yourself in a goal or opportunity Mercury's the mind how you communicate Venus's um, love and harmony social graces Um, what else we got going on okay and then there's nothing else really happening until the 10th um, of November Mercury is conjunct Mars in the sign of Scorpio and then we've got two squares happening Mercury square Saturn and mars square saturn so it's a mercury conjunct mars square saturn whoo whoo hoo, hoo, hoo. that's on the 10th so we'll talk more about that in next week's podcast because that's that's pretty powerful that is a um square <laughs> saturn square on steroids Oh, my word. So take some sort of action when it comes to long-term goals and um, what you're passionate about, for sure. But, like I said, we'll talk more about that as it approaches. So I hope that is helpful. And um, we're going to move on now to the guidance card portion of the podcast. Hmm. I've been breezing through these astrology... Uh, recaps and, um, uh, overlooks. Overlook? Is that the right word? Anyway. Ah, <sighs> but here we are. Guidance card portion. So good luck with the astrology. Um, and, uh, more later. Okay. So I use the Osho Zen tarot deck. I'm going to Shuffle and ground the cards and energy for the highest good for all most benevolent outcome for all I encourage you to take a moment to clear your mind every day You should be working on ways to clear out your energy balance yourself kind of um, Get a grip (laughs) Um, Let go of lower vibe type denser um, Emotions and shift into higher ones Okay, so take a moment to do some conscious breathing, and I will be back shortly. Thank you. All right, let's see what can listeners focus on for the next uh, week. This this upcoming week here. You know, I'm noticing that I'm overall... I breeze through these podcasts pretty quickly and um, I'm overall more chipper and balanced in general and um, so I I think it's a really good thing when we can recognize that in ourselves how we have improved so take a moment to recognize in yourself um, accomplishments that you have had for yourself and positive transformations or positive effects that you are experiencing from the work that you are putting in. Okay. Now, as I talk about, (laughs) as I talk about, uh, you know, positive transformation and being chipper and this and that, the Eight of Swords flipped out guilt. (laughs) Now, Eight of Swords is a pretty intense card of feeling trapped on the inner. In the traditional tarot, it features a woman who is bound with ropes and blindfolded and she's surrounded by swords and she seemingly cannot move but what I always like to point out is that there is an opening there in the the uh, partial circle of swords and if she were to you know somehow kneel down or rub her head on the ground and get her bandana off she would see the way forward and um there are other ways of going about it too i mean she could drop onto her butt and kind of scoot around and you know there's th- what i'm trying to get at is that um it is ways in which we trap ourselves on the inner but there are ways out it, it just takes a certain amount of effort that seems to be a recurring theme i keep talking about effort <laughs> putting in the work um but that is where the rewards are absolutely now with eight of swords it could be fears anxieties but remember it's ways that we hold ourselves back now in the osho zen it features a woman who is um, being grabbed at out of like the mucky yucky fog air around her there are like claws grabbing at her head there's one, two, three, four, five, at least five, and um, she is also grabbing at her head because it's you know <laughs> it's a terrible experience, and she's she's screaming, she's in anguish, so these are the thoughts that claw at us, okay, and above at the very top of the card, it features this pink, purple sky with these beautiful white blossoms and. It reminds me of the flowers that are featured on the sun card in the Osho Zen So what this says is that the sun is starting to burn away these mists. We do have access to our happiest, healthiest, whole lives. It's just up to us to empower ourselves with the ability to... um, clear our minds and get balanced, uh, within. Okay. This is not being balanced. This is thoughts running amok, um, in the mind. So what can listeners focus on to help heal this eight of swords energy? And it is titled guilt. Guilt is a very destructive energy. Look up Ho'oponopono Hawaiian prayer forgiveness. Um, and that can be very very helpful Um, but do different forgiveness act activities to forgive yourself if you need to um, you know go through the motions to engage someone else in their forgiveness uh, that is possible. It's it's your decision entirely. And do do research into forgiveness work. Okay, including when one feels guilty, we got to forgive ourselves or get to a place where we can forgive ourselves. Um. All right. So here we go. We got nine of cups. Laziness. Now, so don't be lazy. Interesting that this card should come out, right? don't be lazy now nine of cups is a very positive card it is a about wish fulfillment um it is a very happy card and a satisfying card in the Osho Zen it features a guy who is chilling out with his piña colada and he's um got all this wonderful um uh, an umbrella and like a cozy cushion that he's sitting on and all this but the um, glass like underneath him like his throne is starting to crack and um, break apart so it's a reminder to not get too comfy when you are in a really good place it you know you got to get off your butt and keep on keep it on so and then also it's kind of saying don't be lazy, because what was the question? What can listeners focus on to help heal, right? The Eight of Swords, whatever's holding whatever's holding you back. Um, uh, don't be lazy. Watch out for laziness, and look for your Nine of Cups. Work for your Nine of Cups. Wish fulfillment. Remember to connect with God, universal energy. Source Spirit, God being shorthand for good. Pray. Ask for guidance. Look for it. Expect it. Look for the good. Uh, All right. And we have Four of Cups turning in. Now, what's really interesting about this card is it is a very meditative card in the Osho Zen. It features a woman sitting there in a meditation pose. And she's got a colorful aura that's burning away the mist, the mists around her. Now what's really interesting is that there are literal faces, some of them quite scary looking, um, and hands kind of like trying to come at her. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, I don't know, at least nine or ten faces. So it is so similar to the card, the Eight of Swords, okay? Um, But this is saying quite literally, and she looks very peaceful. She's got a a lovely expression on her face. She's smiling and, you know, she is oming it up. (laughs) And it is saying meditation can be a wonderful tool to help with all this crap going on in the mind. I mean, these are terrible thoughts. Claw, like, quite literally, uh, like, m- like monsters. Monsters in the mind. So, if you haven't meditated lately, look it up. Do so. There's many different ways of doing it. Um, find what works for you. And it's important to do it as often as you can. In a consistent way. I'm working on that myself. and uh, but that really consistency is key when it comes to meditation. So five minutes, a day. All right, final, we've got three cards here. Patience. Final card. Whenever I shuffle and nothing flips over for a while, remember, it's always, uh, I'm encouraged to remind people of the importance of patience. Meditation will help with that too. All right, so, and then Four of Cups also in the traditional tarot is uh, kind of a, a bummed, a bummed out feeling of, of a missed opportunity perhaps that kind of thing but remember there are no missed opportunities and always keep your eyes looking for the blessings from god universal energy because they're there and if we think about you know what we're not happy with in life or what we may have screwed up or whatever then um that that's not putting our focus. That's not putting our energy um, to good use. Ooh, and we have high priestess. Yay, high priest. Ooh, that's also very, like, very inner, very meditate. I mean, when you meditate, you can definitely get in touch with this high priestess energy. That is intuition. It is a uh, connection with divine energy, God, universal energy, um, inner voice. So, guilt laziness, turning in, and inner voice. Mm. Uh, This card features crystals, a full moon, several moons, um, in different crescent shapes. And then there's the full moon. There's a third eye chakra that's emphasized, meditating faces like Buddha faces, two dolphins, uh, water imagery, beautiful uh, light and love and color. It's a gorgeous card. So, tune into your intuition. Right? Look up the uh, third eye chakra there. It's all related again to to the mind. Um, Getting calm within. Uh, Also, clearing out karmic energetic energy cycles. Because dolphins can be symbolic of that. Right? And then we have... Uh, Knight of Pentacles, slowing down. Knight of Pentacles is slow, deliberate steps. But remember, slow and steady wins the race. It features a tortoise here on this Osho Zen card, walking steadily toward the lake, Rainbow Lake. And um, this tortoise is determined. So it's okay if you move slow toward a goal. Moving forward is the key, and um, you know, keeping at it. So, small steps, work them. You can do it. Uh, Let's see. Again, I want to see if there's one more card, and we will wrap up the guidance card reading for this week. One more card for listeners. (laughs) But Pentacles has to do with money, home, health, family. Security. So you could be moving slow and steady toward, um, something in that, in those areas of life. Now, the seven of wands flipped out stress. (laughs) Okay. So a seven of wands can be a card of, um, being defensive, but it's also taking a stand. It's knowing who you are, what you want, um, and not putting up with any guff from anyone so it's it's really plant, planting your feet and saying you know this is who i am this is what i want now all of this um calm balanced meditative intuitive um energy will help with stress right it's really important that every day we we um consider whatever stress we have picked up from the day and work on releasing it letting it go Um, very very important and um, make sure you're not doing too much now I feel like I want to get one more cuz I don't want to I don't want to leave it on um, seven of wands All right, let me see something. All right, I think I am meant to leave it on Seven of Wands. And the bottom, okay, the bottom of the deck is um, Ace of Pentacles, Maturity. That's beautiful. Isn't that interesting? Maturity. We could all strive to be a little more mature. So do stuff that you know you should do, but you don't necessarily want to do, like Lots of sleep, you know, go to bed early, drink lots of water, eat your spinach, uh, do your exercise, you know what I mean? And that will all help contribute to um, feeling better when it comes to stress. Certainly, it will it will relieve stress and um, help you feel better better overall. Now, this ace of pentacles, Ace is blessings um, from divine energy, God, universal energy. It is a new beginning having to do again with home health, hearth, family, love, uh, finances. It features a, a figure here that is um, in full bloom. There's like all these flowers um, in <laughs> like reflected in them. And um, it's a beautiful beautiful card so think about ways that you would like to uh, bloom you know unblock your bloom and um, and again look for ways that you might be uh, doing self-sabotage or ways that you hold yourself back on the inner look for blessings some sort of wish fulfillment coming in and Watch out for being lazy. Um, know that there are no missed opportunities. And focus on meditating to burn away the the negative thoughts. Focus on your high priestess energy, your inner voice, healing. Slow and steady is just fine. Keep on keeping on. And do what you can to mitigate and work out the stress that is part of daily life. And then Um, be a little more mature and you're going to bloom you will blossom in ways that you um, cannot conceive of right now but it will happen so I hope that was helpful and thank you so much for listening stay tuned for more and as always I send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well thanks so much